Omis, welcome to a special interview of the week. I have today with me J-Man and Voke from Concave. How are you going, guys? Feeling good, sir. J-Man, maybe we can start with you. You're pretty famous among the Omis, but I'm sure they'd, they'd like to know your story, like your background, how you came to crypto, and then like how you found Olympus, and then we'll ask Voke the same. Definitely, man. Yeah, I mean, before we get there, uh, you know, I'm a systems administrator by trade. I, like, I've always messed around in, with IT and, you know, managing servers and, and just kind of streamlining processes with developers and whatnot. Recently, I've taken up more of a uh, operational position, uh, quote unquote, to say, uh, like making sure everything's, you know, functioning properly and just kind of making sure everything happens. I've got into crypto in around 2016, right before the whole big bump and Dump, I guess, as you can say it. Yeah. <laughs> my cycles, my cycles, right? <laughs> I got involved because Voke and our other buddy, uh, Epic, you know, they, they really got me into it. And I started trading here and there 2017. You know, that was like the origins of the DGEN, right? <laughs> uh, and, you know, made some nice cash. Uh, lost a lot of cash as well with the nice big dump. Uh, stuck around, kind of ghosted crypto for some time. Got back involved and ultimately got exploited. You know, it's part of the game. Nice deep, you know, my DeFi, my DeFi. Oh, you got exploited. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was it was a bad one. Uh, a, a lot of boys did on on this one. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, or is it too painful? <laughs> oh man, it's so painful. But I've said it. Like I said, my only story is that, and this is my only story. You know, I got into a position. You know, I wanted to get this. I was. Farming all these high yield, uh, you know, strategies, I guess you would say. Uh, and then I said, you know, you know, I was losing left. I was losing right. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to get into this one. We know we've been involved with the project for quite some time. I'm just going to get my passive income, right? I'm going to take my $100 a day, whatever, be done with it. And me and my other friend actually said, you know what? We're done trading. Let's just do this. Sure enough, three hours later, uh, I get Vogue calling me. Everybody pinged me on the server, on their Discord server. like, yo, 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 the exploit. It's, everything's gone. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> Uh, so that was, that's how my Omi story, uh, story started, actually. Because after that, you know, I basically salvaged whatever I could of anything I had left, put it all into Olympus, and made it all back in one trade, I guess you could say, uh, to get started. And then here we are today, continuing to trade and just being part of the community and being an Omi, you know. Uh, as many know, like, I was, you know, I was a big proponent of Ohm and the community, and that's what I'm about, you know, the community. And that's what we're trying to really bring into Concave and Wag me, man. The wag me vibes are real. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I see. Um, it's it's like a very similar vibe over at Concave, right? The Olympus kind of. And this is, I think it's something really interesting because there's like people who came in and they think like 3-3 three, three is just sort of like, oh, uh, you put your money and you like believe in Olympus and off you go. But it's like, no, it's like a culture because we're actually trying to build this thing, which is going to like potentially disrupt the US dollar as sort of another place you can hold your money that's low risk and low volatility. And then they're like, yeah, they expect it to be so easy, but it's more like 3-3 three, three is about culture more than sort of the game theory now i think do you think that oh 100 yeah. that i mean that's why i fell in love with olympus I, I joined olympus like i said to make it all back in that one trade i ultimately stayed for the community i became a very active contributor and i just loved the community even more so everything i tried to do was just really to push everybody being excellent to each other you know and just kind of pushing and, and pushing everyone to learn and just being a better part uh, of themselves and just kind of you know just vibing and just like i said just 
wag me, man. We're all going to make it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And I'm very interested in digging in more on this particular topic, but maybe we can just learn about your background a little bit and then like how you guys hooked up. Maybe you can tell us like about TNA Capital and kind of how that started. But how did you first like get into crypto? Were you like early in Bitcoin or what's the story there? Yeah, for sure. So I originally started out mining in 2012 for Bitcoin. You know, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the, the starry-eyed miner, he gets his ASIC finally. Ooh, I can't wait. But of course, as soon as you plug it in, your hash rate's getting nuked to begin with. And back then as well, the infrastructure compared to what it is today, terrible. So I didn't stay with it too long. By the time 2014 came around, I basically rage quit because it was just so frustrating to actually operate within the space. Closed that up and then basically took a hiatus until early 2017. Got back involved, became an ICO degen, you know. The classic stuff. Mm. Uh, and then, of course, yeah, we yeah, had yeah. Our, our market unwinding, uh, as J-Man was talking about before, my cycles. And then 2018, you know, I just spent a lot of time in the BitMEX casino, having a, having a good old time. And then from there, yeah, it's just a matter of really was able to kind of build a really strong base to work from and then just make DeFi investments. I've uh, just been doing that ever since now, hoping to get more involved on the actual, you know, project side of things. Uh, and that I totally owe to Olympus kind of making me realize like, you know, like it's really like the most powerful thing you can do in this space is, is build and, and work together with other yeah. people. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's super interesting, right? The, the, all these OMI alumni going and starting their own projects. Cause you get to a point where you're eventually like, oh, I could do something, but you don't want to like have to, you, you want it to be an extension of like Olympus. Is that, is that how you guys kind of thought about concave? Like, something built on top of Olympus, like you've got this base and now we can go and do all this other cool stuff. Yeah, for sure. Because it's really kind of came from our involvement as contributors in Olympus DAO, especially like really as we were going into the height of fork season. And you kind of see this fragmentation happening across the space where, you know, there's so many, the true spirit of a fork, right, is that they're, they're really just trying to steal an idea, not innovate and kind of cash grab it. And it was very detrimental to Olympus, right? And uh, it definitely led some Omis astray. And then it kind of goes into the, the whole nature of thinking like, well, you know, what, what does Ohm ultimately need, right? And what's cool is seeing this narrative is, is taking shape now more than ever in regards to building out that Ohm-based economy, right? Increasing the utilization of Ohm, increasing its velocity, increasing the utility, making it so, you know, when, you, when you're an Ohmi, you have options besides just kind of 3 3 right? Because really the 3 3 game theoretics at the protocol level, it has moved well beyond that, right? And you touched on that before in regards to, you know, there's all, all this you know, so many Olympus alumni making these different projects, right? And they can all, you know, be built on top of Ohm. They could all integrate with Ohm. They could all help Ohm, right? And it's really easy to help Ohm too. And it doesn't take a lot because at the end of the day, this kind of comes back to really like one of the first questions I asked in the Olympus uh, Discord, you know, like what's the most beneficial action you as a user can do for the protocol? And I think it was Shadow. I can't remember exactly, but I think it was Shadow that responded to me. It was just like, just bond, you know, like you just got to bond, right? So any protocol can really kind of help out Olympus just by bringing back some bondable value, right? And at that same point, right, this kind of plays into the whole Bretton Woods 2.0 tweet thread Zeus had detailed where, you know, when you get all these different protocols together and you have this really powerful double entry system taking place now where you can, uh, you know, generate a yield and then kind of like go one step further and bring it and bond it back to Olympus. And, it, you know, you still have that, that base level yield that you got but now you're getting something extra out of it and you're also helping Olympus, right? And all these other protocols can do the same thing and indirectly now they're helping you as well. 
Mm, exactly. So wh where did you guys meet? Was it through TNA? Is that just a couple of buddies who started the sort of trading alpha group? Or? I think it all started with, uh, I think I played with Vogue like once or twice on Combat Arms. Uh, this is like way back when. This is like 2009, 2010, maybe even earlier than that. <laughs> and we just, you know, uh, Epic actually uh, was, you know, he was like, he's the one I know in, in, in real life. I don't know. I think he met Voke actually through Combat Arms as well. And we just kind of fragged at that point, uh, you know, and then that's really what it was about at the time, right? Just let's frag together. Let's, let's, and we just continued gaming. We have hours and hours and hours of Dota, right? So if you can if you can play Dota together, I mean you could take over the world. That's what I tell everyone, you know. <laughs> this is actually it, It's a massive coordination game, right? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And not only that, it's just reading and knowing when certain things are going to happen too cuz you know the playstyle of a certain person or whatnot. But that alone, you know, it's like it provides a nice sense of teamwork, right? And that's why we're actually kind of challenging uh, a lot of other projects around the ecosystem as well. We've been like, hey, guys, let's just do a Dota tournament. It's just for fun games, you know. Who cares? Who knows? Maybe later on we do something cooler, but we're actually doing some uh, Dota tournament with a few people. I think we're, we're playing up against uh, Redacted. Uh, but yeah, man, it all started with gaming, really. That's where we kind of met each other. And then from there, we just got into the scene, as I said. Vogue's been in crypto for a while, but... I got in 2017 and we just kind of from there, we just took it from there. We just kept building together and just doing more things and just fragging even more, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's so cool to like win together. I think that's like the, the fun part. Like sometimes when you like made a good trade and you're just sitting there by yourself and you're like, oh, I'm so good. But like, <laughs> it's so much better when you're like, hey man, that trade we made, it fucking blew up. That's great. Like, yeah. That's so fucking true, man. Well, that's what TNA is about, man. You know, we... We got some great calls. We have had a lot of homies in there that have just, they, they love TNA. You know, it's like, let's go, TNA, pump it up. Let's do it, guys. And, and it's really, like I said, and it comes down to, it's not even about the money. You know, it's, we all came to crypto for their, for the, for the money and all my decentralization and whatnot. But really, uh, it's, it's the relationships you build and you continue to just unlock each other. That's what we, we usually say in terms of some, some individuals like, yeah, you know, we, together we unlocked this person and we brought out the true potential in this person or whatever. And we're just making each other better, which is what really concave is about. It's like, the roles, it's not just because, oh, you're getting roles, you're getting whitelist. No, it's, hey, you're making yourself a better person. You want to be a researcher role? Do a thesis on something. You know, you want to get a memographer? Go make some memes. Like, I'm constantly pushing each other to be better, and I think that's what it really comes mm -hmm. down to. Yeah, very cool. I think, I've, I think I got most of the roles. Did um, you? Could be <laughs> it's a moving feast, though. I haven't checked in in like Ooh, a week or Mark's two. Mark's about to check oh, in, no. and he's going he's gonna to be a, a, a humble, you a humble said, miner. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was someone, and they were like, it was like day five or something, and they were like, there will be no more roles after this. And I was Psyops. like, oh, shit. There's definitely going to be Here more Here we roles. are, like 180 yeah. roles later. <laughs> yeah, always assume science. Ops. yeah do you want to so who came up with the like idea of, like you were probably jamming in the tna server and then you were like hey we should build our own project was that how it started it really came to light during uh, our time being dow contributors for olympus because uh, we heard how much like worry there was around the forks and like the potential issues they could solve and so like the original idea was like really bare bones it was like really simple as like Let's just make like a like a ohm yield aggregator for all these forks that can uh, bring uh, you know the extractable value back to mainnet to just bond for more ohm, 
And like it's like they're like still hoping Olympus now, even though they're just like a fork not offering anything, right? So that was like the really simple implementation. And then as we like went more forward and like deeper into the idea, it really became like let's just like create uh, a builder's collective, right? Like let's just create an environment where people can collaborate, build whatever they want, and uh, have it like be really simple in regards to like what filter does it pass through to know if it gets made. And those and there's two filters that we can apply, and it's either they have to be number one, they can integrate Ohm as a base currency, right? And this kind of ties back into the whole increase the utilization of Ohm. We want to increase the velocity of Ohm so it circulates. It's not just something that is rebased and then sold. And then number two, build a product that generates a yield, right? And why to generate a yield? Because number one, you know, you need to be sustainable. At the end of the day, money is really like energy, right? You use it you know, to support each other. And so we want to be able to support the builders. And then number two, in that component, we want to be able to, to bring value back to the Olympus ecosystem, uh, especially as a way to incentivize people to align themselves towards Olympus, right? And that's where the, the Bretton Woods 2.0 element comes in, where, you know, what Ohm did with 3.3 at the protocol level, right? We want to try and create an environment that's like a macro 3.3 at the ecosystem level. Yeah, very cool. Let's talk more, a bit more about the cooperative, right? Was that deliberate and like from the start? It wasn't originally from the start. So originally it was just going to be under like the, the auspice of a DAO, right? But because we did like the whole different moniker as the spoon, which I think does make sense and it, and it is truthful in regards to, you know, what we're trying to accomplish, right? It's, it's not just some some simple fork. In, in that same light, when it comes to a cooperative, I really, if, I think if, you, if you're honest about yourself, when you look at a DAO, I think they're really a cooperative at the end of the day, right? And so it's like, what does that what does that really mean? I mean, it's like you have a bunch of people distributed across, you know, the globe potentially that just they come together, right? And they want to succeed that they work together for it as equals. And I think that's really the actual spirit of what we're doing here like when it comes to DeFi, right? So I think it's just it's I think it's more accurate and I think it's a, just a better fit. I think a, a lot of the times what what winds up happening with the DAOs is they kind of slide into like a uh, a less hierarchical corporate structure still, which I think is not truly what they're made for yeah like that's not the real intention behind them it's really is more of that cooperative level uh, and that's just another element of like you know community wise what we're big on which i think also fits well into the cooperative narrative is just you know collaboration with one another right like let's just let's self-organize collaborate and, and let's build something cool it really comes down to that self-organization you know what we really come down to and especially what we're preaching like if you really look into it uh, and, and look into the a lot of the research that a lot of these contributors uh not contributors these uh miners we call them right we, we call them miners where we were like mining it was like mining power at first and it was all this self-organization it was this indexing of all this power of of, of the community getting together self-organizing drafting things coming up with expanding the idea and really embodying that builder dao uh ethos and just kind of saying like hey yeah you know let's 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 be a co-op let's all collaborate together and that's even with all partners that we've discussed you know it's like we don't want to just hey okay cool Hey man, shout my name out. Hey, shout my name out. Cool, done deal. No, it's it's really about engaging together, working together, building together, and just uh, at the end of the, at the end of the day, the wag me right. I, I keep saying this wag me vibes, and it's like something that we started from the beginning. And we just said, you know, instead of praying, let's just say wag me right, and then that has become like the official word. It's just wag me. We're all gonna make it. Let's all work together. Let's all you know have this synergy together and just just work together is really what it comes down to. Mm. Perfect. So maybe we can jump into you 
kicked off the server and then you did this really <laughs> cool thing where you were like, ah, there's like five Discord invites. You've got to get on them quick. Did you, who came up with that? And like, do you, did what, like, it seems to me it was hugely successful. <laughs> let them know how ridiculous the launch of the server let me, was. Let me do step by step of how this all started, right? So we had claimed the Twitter because we had an idea what we were going to do. We came up with this basic lore about what Concave was going to be. You're like, oh yeah, you know, it's like, it's going to be the mine shafts, you know, the caves under Mount Olympus, you know, just kind of going out to the Ohm ecosystem, extracting this value, quote unquote, of... You know, you started, uh, this whole implicated meme lore that we just came up, we're like, dude, we're miners, bro. Like, yo, what if we don't have a fork? We're just a spoon. It's like, the miners use a spoon. Whatever, cool, done deal. We're like, yo, this is fucking awesome. Let's do it. So one night, you know, where they're talking, the folks are like, all right, guys, I'm going to head out. All right. And me and Epic, uh, which is the mastermind really between, for the marketing, like the, the whole initial growth that has happened was, of course, what do all people request from J-Man? Yo, J-Man, whip up a meme. I'm like, yo, I got you. What do we want? So he said, Plato's allegory, right? Like the cave. Let's do the cave. Perfect. We put some fork icons, right? We added some stuff. We added some toke image. We added our like little TNA uh, people in, in the picture. We made the meme. You know, he said, expect us. We put Ohm as like the sun giving us all energy. I'm like, yo, I got you, bro. And it was like this late night set meme session that turned out to this meme. I'm like, all right, bro. Cool. I'm going to go to bed, man. I'm done. You know, I got to wake up early tomorrow. Cool. Done deal. The little did we know that that day, well, we already had launched a Discord, but we had it closed, right? Because we we're like adding bots, managing, like doing some basic permissions, kind of setting everything up. I went to sleep. I left this meme. Uh, it turns out Epic tweeted this meme. Uh, then he shared it. And then the invite link started coming out. People started joining. This whole madness, this madness just happened overnight. And it was like, what is going on? And everybody's like, oh, my God. What's going on? And this whole madness happened. I wake up in the morning. I see the server has like 4,000 people. I'm like, okay, hold on. What's going on here? I'm like, yo, this invite code, cut it. So I'm like, all right. First of all, I know how crazy the bots are on Olympus, right? Let's make sure we can avoid this. And this is what I'm saying. Like maybe it was PSYOPs, right? <laughs> Let's do this invite thing just because it'll help us where we don't have a vanity link right now still. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we, we limit it so that we don't get a mass influx of people and we can manage a little better as we continue to flesh out what's really going on here and setting up all the, the operational stuff. Little did I know it's 5k, 10k, 15k, 20k, 25k, 30k. And then the other day in a community call, we we're like at 33.3k Twitter followers and discord followers. And we built this community like in a matter of two weeks. Right, because now here we are, like two, two and a half, three months later, and we finally reached that level where, like, okay, we're we're winding down. All the hype is dying down. We're keeping the people that really enjoyed the culture, what we created here. But it was this exponential growth in a matter of three to four to five days, where it was like, boom, right? <laughs> and this is without a token, which is the crazier thing. Um, but it really comes down to that, the community aspect of like, this is the the community wants. You know, the community people like to be empowered. And that's what we've really done is this 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 cooperative. It's like everybody's empowered. Everybody can self-organize. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the origin stories of how this all happened. Uh, like I said, it could be psyops also. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> so I remember seeing this guy join the server and then he must have like done something like post in the wrong channel or whatever. And then he got sent to like the troll pit. 
And then, like, I logged on, like, a couple of hours later, and then he was the troll warlord. (laughs) He was the troll warlord! And I was like, what is going on? It was epic. The most (laughs) epic thing. Do you want to tell us about that? Oh, man. Volk loves that story. He he loves how the the evolution of the troll warlord. Oh, it was the best. Uh, It was the best. So, basically, yeah, the troll pit's there to, you know, we don't want to ever cast anybody aside, but... If somebody's, you know, being belligerent and, and trolling people in the server, it's like, all right, we, we got to give them a little time out. So you make a little separate channel, you throw them in the troll pit. This individual was so skilled at trolling that he got sent to the troll pit and then became the leader of the troll pit. I mean, it was it was next level. This man was was posting videos, just keeping keeping the memes going strong the whole time, had everybody in the server dying. All eyes were on the troll pit throughout this whole ordeal, and it was it was lasting for a long time, like hours upon hours, of just quality trolling. Right, it, it's something that like the the Omis and OT would be very proud of. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully a lot of them got to see it. Is he still around? How have you found the sort of uh, the follow through? Is it is it there for a lot of the people, or do lots of them like kind of? drift off they like oh i was only here for the whitelist kind of yeah so by, by design we wanted to make it right this is through like the whole proof of work thing in regards to getting the roles we didn't want to have a bunch of whitelist flippers uh be the the basis of the the community because they're not they're transient right they're not there to stay so by making the you know the whole pow hard to get whitelist it does kind of create a system where we, we like to call it like proof of bond where you know you have everybody working together in the, in the server helping each other getting these roles there's going to be a lot of people that don't like it. They don't want to jump through hoops. I hope people don't really view it like jumping through hoops. I hope they kind of just view it as a way to like empower one another, to make friends and have a good time, to keep up good vibes. From there, that's where you get like your your real retention element at play, right? You get the people that are actually like really about what the community stands for. They want to be there. They're having a good time. They're helping each other out. And so, you know, it's definitely a system. Not It's not for everybody. There's, there's a high degree of, you know, attrition, right, for sure. As J-Man was alluding, you know, like in five days, we grew to like 30-something thousand members. And when it comes to activity, you know, a lot of people complained about the pings, right? The, the pings were a way to get that initial engagement from the people that, that really wanted to engage. There was like 500 pings, right? Like you would wake yeah, up. Yeah, no, there was a lot. <laughs> there was definitely a lot. But that was there to, to kind of help expedite the attrition process, if you will. Because to be fair, we definitely, we grew way too fast. It's hard to manage that. Shout out to all the mods in Discord, to everybody there in the community, because they really do a wonderful job. And, and that's really just everybody in the community. I mean, I'm truly blessed for the people that join the Concave community, because there's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of great people there. And it's it's wonderful every day to be able to just, like, pop into the server and just see everything buzzing with activity still. So, like, the, the cool thing about, you know, having that fast growth is that we got to have a lot of people come in and then still stay. And that's the cool part. Yeah. Did you kind of like look at temple and say oh wow like people really just want to kind of be involved and contribute to a project like there's a lot of potential here to kind of activate people yeah for sure uh because i mean you know uh we try to get the temple whitelist that same way it's, it's very difficult in temple i like to think ours isn't that difficult but we did take a lot of inspiration from what temple did uh, i think it is it's definitely a very effective means of of creating like what we like to call that proof of bond. You get everybody working together, kind of, you know, task oriented towards the same end goal. And you, you see people shine then at that point. Right. And the, the cool thing about it too, is that you give them an environment where they're, they have autonomy actually in, in how they can achieve it. Right. 
And that's, I think, the most important thing. You don't want to have to gate people too hard. You want to be able to give them the freedom to kind of achieve it in, on their own terms. I think the problem for Temple is they put so much work into that launch and sort of those games and stuff. And then there wasn't really like you had this massive engagement period and then you just kind of had, oh, now just wait for like a month or two and we'll tell you what the kind of product is like. <laughs> is that, did you like look at that and say, oh, we better not do that? Like, um, cause you could have, you know, launched a while ago, but you're just getting the like product very, um, clearly defined and ready to roll out is that is that how you're approaching it yeah so i mean our biggest issue is because we have so many new contracts right the real only killer for us is auditing time right so it's like okay how do you work around that right because there is the you know crypto boost fast it's very easy to lose kind of the the traction you have right the hype the momentum all that right attention it, it comes quick and leaves quick uh so how do you get around that well you know, ideally, at least, like, we kind of, like, built an RPG in our Discord. And, like, if J-Man wants to, because, like, he really loves this part, like, the, the whole, like, gamification of roles and the, the oh, RPG yeah, aspect. So if you want to touch on that real quick. I love Text-based RPG. Yeah. Man, like, it's, it's, it's truly blessing to see how, like, the community has, you know, really just... Ah, built this amazing thing, right? And, and, and it's funny because we've met with partners or, or, or certain people that we've met with. And, like... The first question he asks is, hey, have you, what roles do you have? Like, oh man, I've been grinding for like four or five roles. I finally got this. Like we have Typhos that he's a contributor. He's a, one of our scrum lords, but he actually did a thesis on something so that he can get this researcher role. And it's not just for the whitelist or whatever it may be, but it's more because he wants to serve a purpose and, and, and show this proof of work. But it's crazy because the community turned out like originally we started like, OK, you know, I took a lot of inspiration from Olympus, as, as you know, like I'm a, I'm a huge Omi and, you know, I was around a lot and I took a lot of inspirations from Olympus and how a lot of the community was set up and the structure of the discord. But then it started evolving and evolving where it really did become it was just a gateway at first. And it was like it turned into a gateway with like two different paths and then it turned into like a whole level and then this level had another level. And then that was like a whole chapter. Like it just kept growing and it just became this RPG really what it is. And I love gamification. Like, as you know, I'm, I'm a big proponent of Gather. We're cooking up something amazing in Gather, like a whole community where we're, we're reaching out to partner protocols to see if they want to build out their Gather space and just link everything together. Like there's so much. I love the gamification aspects. So it's like, it's so great to see how the community has gotten to a point where like they have these subspaces in the server to go to chat, right? And that's what it really comes down to. We don't have a project. I mean, well, we have a project, but we don't have a token out yet, right? So there's really no price speculation. There's just community building. People are finding... It's like looking at Reddit. Like, our Discord turned into a Reddit for DeFi in a way where there's different subreddits and different ways to get into this subreddit, right? Where it's like, oh, you need to have this role, this proof of work to get into this certain area. So then from there, it grew up, it grew up into something else where then we created this channel called... Uh, the springs right where it was okay we found some individuals that were like you know doing some good collaboration they're getting getting some good thoughts they did some research and they said okay this is what concave is so we said you know what this guy's got big brain let's let, let's empower him let's add him in the springs so the springs then became the area for the spelunkers the spelunkers were what individuals that were a little more advanced like to research things like to this they like they, they obviously like this game so they kept playing so then we unlocked them. They continued to build. So this is where the mining power kept going, right? 
Boom, mining power. The next the mining power, boom, we gave more spelunkers. Then these spelunkers started self-organizing. And then they started creating another channel. And then that channel ended up growing into something else. And it was like this huge RPG that just got built. Because everybody was just collaborating and doing something. It was like, man, th let's empower this community. Let's. This is what I've always been about. So I was super hyped. I'm like, man, this is amazing. And like I said, we have partners like, hey, man, yo, I got, I have like the philosopher role. It's like, what? Dude, you, you grinded for that philosopher role. That's awesome, you know? But I love it. I love gamification. Like, especially now with a lot of the metaverse stuff now, it's like, people love it. It gives you a nice sense of community. Community really what it is, is being able to share a space. And like I said, we have something amazing cooking up on Gathertown. We've been working with the Gathertown team itself. And man, I'm bullish. Bullish on Gathertown is all I can say. <laughs> yeah, I remember like going in and then there'd be like these threads, which like you could only get th to them through like scrolling through the channel. And then they were like hidden shafts and you'd like go down and there was like this whole like project Listen, running wait till you see <laughs> like it this. wait till you see it <laughs> yeah we have oh, we have right. a whole town it's to called it. the concave town that's as much as i can say if you go to my twitter you'll see a few sneak peeks that i've been kind of teasing out not teasing out too much but it's it's gonna be sick there's puzzles there's quests there's npcs there's gonna be call to actions man there's so much a nft gating Maybe I'm leaking alpha, but there's going to be NFT gating for certain areas. Uh, it's going to be really, really sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Let's just talk about what the product is. So you had this idea to begin with, and it was sort of, as I understand it, looking at these forks and then saying, oh, uh, we will spoon some of the value from the forks back to Olympus. So I assume it meant like bond in the token of the fork and then like either market sell it or like pair it with ohm uh, and then there's something with inverse as well you guys are doing <laughs> i don't really know maybe you can he's leaking <laughs> uh, i mean i would love to be able to leak but I, there's a there's a lot of stuff that's uh, that's in the works that's on the uh, right. you know very very cool for ohm we'll, we'll put it that way that i can't leak just because i don't know if it's okay to leak it yet right the other like more base level functionality that we're doing, I mean, it really comes down to, uh, like I was mentioning before in regards to like what that filter we use, right? And about what we build, right? So like, uh, I always like to start off with on the conceptual level, it really is as simple as looking at concave as a builder's cooperative, right? We come together, we build cool things. What are the things we're building, right? It's like, okay, where are we building them? Why are we building them? And like, what is it that we're building? It's as simple as number one, can it, can it use ohm in some way? Uh, number two, can it generate a yield, right? So like, Building anything as like simple as say like a you know structured products so like your like options anything like that those can generate yields we can use that to not only return value to our community right and kind of also help like innovate within the DeFi space but we can also you know bring some bondable value back to to the omis uh, and anybody else that wants to align towards ohm right at that at that ohm ecosystem level right so like for example Rome I'm looking looking forward to bring, bringing some bondable value back to you guys as well. Because they're they're big ohm supporters as well. Same with you know Redacted. Uh, we're partnering with Redacted as well. Looking forward to helping Sammy in any way he can, and vice versa. You know this is like basically open arms. Anybody that's in the ohm ecosystem, you know, you know, slide into my DMs. Let's work together. That's what it's all about. Collaborate. It's this whole economy, this whole ecom economy or whatever. I I I mix it all up. But that's really what it was about. Like I made this meme right of a bunch of Pepe's. It was like Klima, you know, inverse. 
Rome Dow and all these groups just building together because at the end of the day and, and as we can see over the past month even more it's like it's really this push of like it's it's an ecosystem built on ohm is really what it is you know um speaking on about Rome Dow House of Spoons show some support we've been doing some friendly raids on other houses uh we actually have like a pledge of like 18k Rome right now which is pretty cool man it's awesome to see uh that it's uh, our house is up and coming i guess you can say it's all about the e uh, the, e the economy as as many would say it's really what it all comes down to yeah very cool i suppose we'll when when do we expect to hear more details about it then february a lot uh, a lot comes out in february all right okay. psyops i can't wait psyops. To, to hear more i think you guys are just setting <laughs> scripted, man, setting up scripted. but we'll have to have you back on the podcast uh, i look forward i look forward to coming back anytime yeah once we know the secrets <laughs> <laughs> all right well we might we might yeah um just just you know finish up uh in a couple of minutes um but yeah is it kind of um i suppose not like alpha to leak but like just maybe you can explain how people can get involved so uh, say i'm a new person i don't really know that much about crypto do i just turn up to the discord what what will, hap will happen once i get there 100 percent. show up to the discord and just ask a question ask for help the community is amazing they will they will help you out and if you're if you're looking to work on something you have an idea i mean there's there's literally our, our concubator channel right it's like our concubator, concubator. <laughs> uh, we want to empower the community uh, at every step of the way you know uh, if you have a cool idea uh self-organize with the community and work on it and uh at the at the cooperative level in regards to the work team we'll do everything we can and that's in our power to help kind of realize that project as well yep that's already comes down to like the contributors really is a community and that's how it, i think the simplest way to see it is like the community is really the one uh contributing and, and giving these ideas and then transitioning into the actual work group and and the actual builders right and it, being able to fledge out the idea and having a good plan and kind of pushing it along um but relating to getting more involved i mean our community is awesome like it's i, I haven't been able i I hate that I haven't been able to be as involved in the community server because we have so much running in the operations of the actual co-op. But I, I always jump in there every often. I give kudos to our inspectors, to our operators, to all these individuals that have these roles that are helping, right? Because as you get the roles, you unlock a certain responsibility being part of the cooperative. But yeah, I mean, besides the Discord, of course, it's still a little difficult, I guess you can say, to get in. We don't share as many links. We have a few links that are limited. Maybe this is alpha. You know, roaming around. But uh, really, the best way to learn about Concave and what's currently going on is going to our site, uh, concave.lol. That's our main landing page. It will be, you know, built out as we launch a product. Uh, but if you go to our blog, which is the main thing, is you'll go in there and you'll, if you go to the articles, you'll see the different collections, right? So we have, like, you know, the community collection. We have the policy collection. We have the echo collection, which is our, like, our, I guess you would say, our Agora, right, for echo. Uh, I'm sorry, for Concave, where these guys are doing this content, giving updates to the community, uh, but there's several articles there that, you know, going from stories, being, you know, lore, uh, policy, big brain, alpha chat, you know, the echo team giving recaps on what's going on. But that's really the best way to get information uh, besides being able to join the discord, of course. Yeah, or, or being I'm a big fan of the so echo, <laughs> but I'm I'm biased for newsletters, I think. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's amazing, though, believe it or not, our echo has man, echo is like. I see Echo as like the DAO 
like like looking at the DAO, right? It's like you have the community, but then you have the DAO, which is filled with a bunch of professionals, right? And the Echo team has, I don't know how many translators that are constantly translating documents. So like we do an article in English, they already have 10, 12 translators that are translating into the other language. And they have a network of all these professionals that have these professional traits. So, you know, people that want to talk about health, people that want to do this. And we're actually working out something with Echo where we're going to start having these work sessions, right? Like I always push this as well. You know, Odyssey was doing a really good job at it is doing like, you know, getting getting these workshops, getting, you know, people that are about health and, you know, talking health with people and just having this Echo subscribers that are able to come in and utilize the network from Echo um, and just being able to learn more. Like I want to do a session for Echo of like about diving, scuba diving, you know, and we have different groups. I'm sorry, different individuals that are part of the Echo team that have self-organized and created this like media arm, I guess you can say, where they've grown to a part where it's like now they have a bunch of people that just know how to do a bunch of stuff. So like they're trying to push that to the community. And like I said, it's really about leveling up and continuing to get unlocked and learning more and expanding your mind and kind of, you know, striving to be better, I guess you can say. Yeah, super cool. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we might leave it there, but maybe we can get you back on for a quick podcast once you announce the full details of the project and we get closer to that sort of launch that you're planning, which will be sometime in mid to late February. Is that the... Yeah, that's the target. Like, uh, I mean, early February we could come back. That's really kind of like syncing well with the timeline in regards to like the the release, right? Uh, of that kind of like core MVP that we're shooting for, and then also then the future plans, right? Because uh, our our main goal is that you know we we don't want to ever stop building. It's it's kind of like our responsibility to deliver, you know, like constant product innovation. Thanks so much for coming on, J Man and Voke, of course. Um, we'll. Catch you. Time, man. Yep. Thanks for yep. having us. Of course. We'll, we'll catch you soon, I hope. And um, yeah, I'll be dropping by the server, hopefully see what's going on. You guys are doing some cool innovations there. Sounds good, man. Take it easy and thank you to all the omies for listening. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, sir. Yeah. Hey. That's right. Also, shout policy out to the blog, policy blog. Most alpha. Always read the policy right. blog. Super alpha. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about the math alpha, but I'm talking about the meme alpha that I that I do for Meowshi so you can get some good memes in there. <laughs> this is all about the memetic yeah. culture, man. It is. Um. So, yeah. Sorry. Maybe we just before we finish, the if you want to join the Discord, you intermittently post links on the Twitter. I'll actually, I will actually, just for the, just for the omies. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna go you know ahead what, and tweet do it. out and do it. link right now. Send it uh, from the concave uh, Twitter, uh, and I'm gonna tag Agora. All Let's right, get I'll all get the Agora people tweeted. in there, man. Yeah. Let's do it. We'll give them. We'll give them a day or two that's left yeah. to really get, get their credit checks. Get your check, you know? <laughs> 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 all right. Well, we'll leave it there. Thanks, guys. You got it, Mark. Bye. Thank you.